Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 994, air date November 5th, 2021. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayodure. Welcome to Dr. Shiva, uh, Dr. Shiva Live. Today, we're going to be doing a uh, follow-up. In fact, I'm going to redo the beats, the beetroot analysis I did about beets and cardiovascular health that I did a couple of weeks ago, but I was rushed a little bit. There were some sound issues, so I'm going to do it end to end because I had an interview uh, right after it. So I rushed at the end of part. And I, I really felt I gypped you guys, so I want to redo it again. So this is going to be, as I just shared with you, this is going to be on beetroot and cardiovascular health, and we're going to do a cytosol analysis. So we'll wait for people to join, but that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be talking about beetroot and cardiovascular health. Again, those of you who saw it last time, I'm going to do it a little more slowly. We're gonna have a little bit, uh, we had some sound issues, so we're gonna do it a little bit better. I, I really uh, hate doing these things in a haphazard way. It was the, probably the first uh, time I've done this, one of the cytosol analysis where I didn't feel that it was done to the quality I like. So we're gonna do it again. So I hope uh, you guys enjoy it. Uh, good, we have people joining us from New Jersey, Luxembourg, uh, welcome. Uh, great to have people from Luxembourg. Uh, Joanne Nugent, um, we have D House from New Jersey. So wait for people to join. Thank you. So let's, um, so as many of you know, when I do these analyses, we use a technology called Cytosol. And Cytosol really provides us an ability to really understand these things at a very fundamental level from a systems analysis. So today's talk, we're going to focus on beetroot and cardiovascular health. I'll give you an overview. Then we're gonna walk through what a systems approach means. We'll take a little break to talk about that and how you guys can also learn systems approaches. Um, we'll talk about um, how beetroot affects all different aspects of cardiovascular health. We'll also review the cardiovascular system. So let me jump uh, right in. So the talk today is again on beetroot and cardiovascular health. Let me go right into it. So um, those of you who are interested in understanding more about uh, the range of things that I'm involved in. You can go to vashiva.com, which is right here, which is a website, and we'll come back to this, but you'll get a deep understanding that it's really um, uh, interesting that my journey to all of this has been integrating many, many different things, be it, be it uh, looking at science, engineering, innovation, running for office, et cetera. But the core thing about all of this is taking what I call a systems approach. So I'm personally very, very dedicated to educating all of you on a systems approach. So let's go right into this. Arizona here, good to have you, Bonnie. Um, so today's talk is about beetroot and cardiovascular health. So first of all, what is beetroot? Well, it's a root vegetable and it was first domesticated first in Middle East and native to Europe and belongs to the Amaranthaceae family. Uh, ancient Romans and Greeks use beets as an aphrodisiac. Uh, medicinal uses dates back all the way to Hippocrates. As many of you probably know, Hippocrates was the father of medicine. And Hippocrates believed that an individual who wasn't their own doctor was a fool. So one of the things we'll talk about that when I go to give a little bit of a, a short uh, discussion on your body, your system, I want to also give you tools on how you can understand your body as a system. But the medicinal properties of beetroot are, uh, are attributed to the leaves, as you're seeing here, the leaves over here. Uh, you can buy this obviously in stores, and but then there's also the root. Okay, so it's both pieces. Um, what we're gonna learn today is 
the effects of beetroot on biological functions, the health benefits. We're gonna also understand the cardiovascular system. You're gonna get a review of that. And we're gonna look at how beetroot affects cardiovascular health. And then we're gonna look at the clinical evidence on how much of beetroots you, you should take. At a high level, you'll notice that it's a pretty well-researched um, you know, food. There's a, over 8,000 research articles that were done on it, nearly 283 clinical trials. Remember, a clinical trial is when they actually bring in human beings and they test it on humans, not animals. And they typically take a control group and a group that gets, in this case, a certain amount of beets, and they look at some functional difference. And there's uh, over 72 years of scientific research on beets. As you know, the approach that I take here is to use a technology that I created for my PhD work called Cytosolve. And what Cytosolve is, it allows us in an objective way to look at what's out there on the research. So here we're looking at beetroots and cardiovascular health. And our goal is to find all the research that's done in that space, get that research, curate it, which means organize it, and then go through that literature, finding the molecular mechanisms, finding how beets, the ingredients in beets, remember beet is a, a, a food product, and foods are really made up of many, many different types of constitutive compounds. So when we say beet roots from a molecular systems level, we're looking at the particular compounds on beets that the research has found has effects on cardiovascular health. And then we tie that together, and that's what Cytosol allows us to do. But this is really the process we take. We take the papers, we curate the papers, we understand the molecular pathways, we get an overall architectural view, and then we do the analysis, okay? Um, to those of you who are very, very excited about Cytosol and want to know about, more about it, Cytosol really emerged out of my interest to first understand the failings of big pharmaceutical enterprises. The way a pharmaceutical company actually works is when they wanna build a drug, and a drug is not something that occurs in nature, it's a pharmaceutical compound that only uh, is manufactured in a lab, right? And it's typically a single compound. So for a pharmaceutical company to create something that's called a drug that goes out to be sold, they spend about six years in what's called test tube research, also known as in vitro. So they'll test that particular pharmaceutical drug in a test tube, then they'll move it over to in vivo, which is in an animal, and that takes around six to seven years. If they make it out of that, then they'll move to clinical trials, small sets of humans, me medium sets, large, larger sets up to let's say 10, 20,000 or 100,000 people. That's phase one, phase two, and phase three, okay? So this is a pharmaceutical process. And what you notice here is most of the drugs that come out of this process only work for 10% of the people. They have lots of side effects. And pharmaceutical companies, if you look at their top line revenues have been tanking over the last many years, which a lot of people don't talk about, even though they spend more and more on R&D, which is a saffron line, less and less new drugs are even being approved by the FDA, as I've shared before, because the FDA is recognizing that these products have side effects. Now, in the area of the jabines or the jabination, in that area, you can get a product out to market, quote unquote, operation warp speed with very little testing and vaccines are actually growing. That's why big pharma is moving into the Jabin factory, okay? So that's the background. So I created Cytosol for my PhD work because I felt what was going on was that the big pharma companies were doing this very uh, medieval method. They're coming up with stuff that hurts a lot of people, has a lot of side effects, and 
the front part of that process is where all the problems were. So I thought they would really like to use Cytosol because our technology mathematically models the molecular pathways on the computer and gives a way to understand what's going on without killing animals. As we know, Fauci likes to beat up and kill animals. If you remember what he did with these beagles, he funded research to have, I think beagles, was it their heads eaten off, right, John? Yeah. Yeah. So by parasites. Okay. So one of the goals of Cytosol was to create a way that we could literally save animals without the need for animal testing. So uh, I want to share with you, um, for those of you who haven't seen what Cytosol is about, uh, what is Cytosol so you get an understanding of that. So I'm going to play a quick video that'll give you a deep understanding of what Cytosol is. So let me play this for you. Let me bring this up here. John, you want to bring it over here? Right. Yeah. So for the Instagram people, we're going to bring it over here so we could share with Instagram people what Cytosol is so they also get an understanding of Cytosol. So videos for... One second, I'm bringing this up. Oh, there we go. Okay, so here we go. So we're going to play you a quick video on what is Cytosol. So here we go. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosolve to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time. I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression and racism. As a child I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14-year-old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practice this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green, and Big New Age, with gurus and yogis, empowered by Hollywood celebrities, selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003 when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000 as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure 
failure. We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created Cytosolve. Cytosolve is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosolve is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosolve computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation. But how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03. Far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities, and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's time we delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosol. Welcome. All right. So that gives you a background on Cytosol. So Cytosol is really a powerful technology that helps us um, really understand at the molecular systems level what's going on so we can get out of sort of just believing in one person or the other. Uh, and especially in the world of vitamins, there's so much stuff people put into the stuff and it's all based on marketing. It's hard to know what actually works. So um, one of the things that I've been doing for the last, particularly the 10 years, is a lot of the more evidence-based um, vitamin companies came to us and they said, Dr. Shiva, can we use Cytosol to understand how the combination of ingredients work. So we were doing that for probably the last 10 years, but over the last two years, what ended up happening was we found out that there were some, uh, we, we, not, not, we had not, we, we found out, but we had discovered and created a whole bunch of mathematical models across many, many different biomolecular areas. So we started saying, why don't we use that to actually go end to end, which means not only do it for other manufacturers, what about if we actually started creating and identifying products that actually worked uh, for everyday people uh, from natural products. So that's what ended up happening. And just as, as some of you have asked, you, you may know I have this bottle here that uh, I never thought I'd uh, actually learn how to do manufacturing of vitamins, but this product of MV25 that we created, I'll talk a little bit about it, really comes from applying the synergy principle. So what we did here was, and if you wanna go um, you can go on to the shop site and you can find it. But what we've taken is a systems approach. And this is something I want to point out. We can take a systems approach to understand the body. There's a science called systems, system science. 
But we can take that same approach, not only to understand your own body or my body, but you can look at the body of the organism of a political system or your computer system. There's the same science. So using that same scientific approach, when we created MV25, we literally looked at all the, as, as the back of the bottle says, we looked at, uh, as, as it says, Dr. Shiva's MV25 was formulated using the Cytosoft Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during this doctoral research at MIT. This formulation results from integrating thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers across four decades in 68 research institutions and computing trillions of potential combination of biomolecular interactions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and swelling. And one of the things here is, look, the reality is the formulation that we have here today could literally change because new science comes out. And the problem with the way that products are created is everyone thinks science stands still. It doesn't. Science keeps changing. So as the science gets better, we're going to actually find out other ingredients to put in here. But what we found was we found two very powerful bioflavonoids and the right dosages when you combine, they have a very, very powerful effect on pain and discomfort. And obviously everyone should consult your doctors. This is not a medical show, but the cool thing is we've used this very powerful technology to figure out the right combinations. And we're doing this across many, many other areas. And think about what we could do even in the area of antivirals. Uh, we're doing a project right now to look at every botanical in the world and find out combinations which have effects on supporting immunity, uh, you know, fighting viruses, et cetera, independent of quote unquote vaccines or jabines. Okay. So that's just a quick side note. So please um, go check it out. Uh, it's certified clean, which means it's non-GMO organic made in the U US and you can go right to the VA Shiva site. You can shop there. And on the shop over here, you'll see MV25 and uh, please go take advantage of that. Thank you. So getting back to beetroot, what we find is, so we want to take the same systems approach to understanding beets. What is beets? Well, beets are a root vegetable that occurs in nature, but more importantly, from a system standpo standpoint, beets fundamentally are composed of many, many different kinds of compounds, right? They have minerals, vitamins, uh, polyphenols. So when you want to think about any food you're eating, the food itself is its own ecosystem. So when you take that food into you, your ecosystem is interacting with that food. And that interaction is a result of the beetroot as a, as, a, as a unit, but also based on the kinds of things that composes a beetroot. So what, 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 what are beetroots made up of? Well, beetroots are made up of fiber, proteins, and fat. These are called macronutrients. So when people say, hey, what, are, what do you mean by macronutrients? You mean fiber, proteins, and fat, right? And the macronutrients, in this case, if you take about a cup of beets, right? 3.4 3 grams is fiber. 2.2 grams is proteins. And 0.2 grams are fats. So there's still fat in there. Micronutrients are other things, right? They're the vitamins, the carotenoids, the thing that give it the co color, the beta-lanes, the minerals, the phenolic compounds and inorganic nitrate. We'll come back to this because this is one of the powerful effects why beets have an effect on cardiovascular health, the nitrates in it, and we'll co come to that, okay? All right, so the vitamins, what are the vitamins in beets? Well, as you notice, there's a whole host of B vitamins, 
vitamin K, vitamin D, vitamin E from B1, B3, B5, B6, B9, and B12. And beets also have a, a ton of minerals. Remember, it's a root vegetable. Root vegetables are in the ground there, uh, getting a whole range of minerals. As you can see, 100 grams of beets have potassium, phosphorus, calcium, and magnesium. And there's been a lot of debate um, in the vitamin world on how much calcium and magnesium should, should you take. Some people have said you should take two to one, which means for every uh, one part or two parts calcium, you should take one part magnesium. Other people have say, said it should be equal. If you notice here, calcium and magnesium occur nearly in the same levels, magnesium being a little bit higher. And you'll understand that magnesium is extremely important for many, many different functions because um, magnesium, it, it calms the system, okay? But the other thing we're gonna cover is beets have a whole range of phenolic compounds, apigenin. In fact, apigenin is one of the ingredients we've put in MV25, okay? Um, it's one of the very powerful bioflavonoids and you can go research apigenin, but it's in MV25. Uh, it's got beta-garin, beta-vulgarin, caffeic acid, chlorogenic acid, and ferulic acid, okay? So these are the phenolic compounds and you can see what they look like here. So you can see here's betalane, here's apigenin, here's beta-garin, nitrate, and beta-vulgarin. These are the active components in beetroot. So this is the ones that we're gonna focus on really for today's discussion, because these are the things that the research says, not to say again, science may find out there are other active components, but what I'm sharing with you today, this is based on what's in the scientific literature as of today, okay? So if you wanna to talk to your friends, you have medical doctors, um, you can point them to the research and all of this is coming from existing peer reviewed research, okay? So what are the biological effects of beetroot? Well, first of all, beetroots have all of these um, six very powerful biological effects, anti-inflammatory, uh, antioxidant, antimicrobial, anti-hyperlipidemic, which means they burn up fat, antihypertensive, and immunomodulator, which means they modulate the immune system. It's like giving shock absorbers to your immune system. What are the health benefits? Well, health benefits of, of beetroots are the following. First of all, relative to cardiovascular disease, which is what we're gonna talk about today, is hypertension, arterial sclerosis, and heart failure. So beetroots have a very beneficial effect on these diseases, but they also support diabetics, uh, people with liver conditions, hepatitis, and infections. Okay. Now, what I want to do is I want to take a little bit of time. I've done this before, but we want to take a systems approach. So now we understand what beets have, lots of minerals, vitamins, uh, phenolic compounds. We've gone over their key active ingredients. But what we want to talk about is that's the system here, beets. And then within your body is something called the cardiovascular system. So how do beets interact with your cardiovascular system? In order to understand that, we need to understand what the cardiovascular system is. And that word system is extremely important because you have various, you, your body is a system. You have the cardiovascular system, you have your digestive system, you have your, um, you know, your, your nervous system. These are all systems. So the question is, what is a system? And one of the things that I'm committed to educating all of you, and in fact, ensuring that all of you get better educated on all of this is, really to understand what is a system, okay? So I wanna take a little bit of a quick um, uh, definition of that to let you know that in order to support you in this education, because if we 
if you don't learn system science, if you don't learn how these things are interconnected, you're always going to be relying and you're always going to be second guessing yourself. So there is a science of systems. So I spent a lot of time putting together a methodology so you could understand the science of systems. So I want to share with you a couple of uh, things here. So if you, if everyone, let me put this up here. If, if everyone has a chance, go to, I'll put the little ticker here, go to truthfreedomhealth.com because at truthfreedomhealth.com, what you will learn is the science of systems. So I'm going to share with you uh, my screen here. So if we go here, one of the things we'll learn is, let me go back here. I want to share with you here that if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, that's this website, and I want all of you to go there because I've created a way that anyone, whatever your educational background is, you don't have to be an MIT guy, you don't have to know math, but if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, it'll take you to this site right here, and at truthfreedomhealth.com, you can go down, you can support yourself because we've created a, a movement here called You Can Become a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior. And what I've done is I want to give all of you 15 different gifts let me explain what those gifts are. One of the gifts is the gift of, hey, John, can you bring the camera here? One of the gifts is you get the gift of, we have a whole range of other videos, which are premium videos. When you sign up, you get access to the Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior videos. The second gift is there's a very foundational paper that I wrote, which will teach you the integration of Eastern and Western medicine. And that's the uh, called the Rosetta Stone. The next thing is you can actually take the Science of Systems course, you can actually get certified and you can see this is an immense value for many, many people that we used to sell at a ridiculous price and people were paying for it. But this was for people at a lot of money and I wanted to make this accessible to more people. That's called the Science of Systems course. The next piece is there's a book called System and Revolution, which all of you get. You also get access to three other books where you can apply the Science of Systems to your body as a system, how you can use systems to understand politics, et cetera. The next piece here is you can also, there's a tool which we're gonna be discussing tonight called Your Body, Your System. Your Body, Your System is a tool that will literally give you an understanding how your body is a system. In fact, if you go to this website, if you wanna know more, I think I'm sharing my screen, am I? Yeah, so if you go to Your Body, Your System, you'll, you'll see, this took me about 20 years to create, but there's a tool that you can really answer a set of questions, figure out what kind of system you are. That red dot represents your system in this triangle. Then you can answer a different set of questions and it'll figure out how your body is off course. You didn't get enough sleep, you were eating the wrong things for you, okay? Everyone is different. And then you can figure out how foods and exercise and activities will bring you back to you. So that's the your body, your system tool. The other thing we also give as a part of this capabilities I want to give you guys uh, is scientific reports on different types of herbs. You'll also get access to an entire forum where you can meet other truth, freedom, and health warrior scholars all over the world. And then you can also um, uh, get access to a social media site we've created for people independent of big tech. And then obviously we've created activism tools and I'll come back to this. Okay. But I wanted to share that with you because what I'm going to, when I talk about the cardiovascular system, the cardiovascular system is not just made up of one thing. It's made up of an organization of many, many different things. So, John, um, I guess we can, you want to leave it here, John? Because if it's pointed at this, I think people can also see this, right? That's okay. Yeah. Right? I think that's good. So, 
let me go back to our uh, PowerPoint and share the screen here. So let's go back to this. So we'll come back to truth, freedom, and health before I end. I'll, I'll walk through more of this. But if you look at the cardiovascular system, and can everyone on Instagram see the whole thing, John? Yes. Okay. If you go back to the cardiovascular system, one of the things we'll understand here is that the cardiovascular system is composed of multiple units. And when you take the course, you'll actually understand what is a system. But you notice the cardiovascular system is composed of the heart, which is a pump, blood vessels, which are the things that deliver the third item called blood. So what's the heart? Well, it's a powerful muscle responsible for pumping blood throughout the body. What are blood vessels? Where they're the things that carry the blood and nutrients to all parts of your body. And then what is blood composed of? Well, blood is composed of blood cells, red blood cells, things like that. Plasma, which has you know uh, uh, a whole range of nutrients. And the red blood cells carry oxygen. The plasma has the white blood cells which provide immune support, okay? So when, you're, when your heart and your circulatory system or cardiovascular system is working well, not only are you pumping blood, but you're also supporting your immune system, right? So exercise is very, very important for the immune system. So let's look at the blood vessels, okay? And that's called the vascular system, okay? It's composed of three kinds of blood vessels, arteries and veins, and then capillaries, which are the fine vessels. But the arteries are the things that carry oxygen to the cells, okay? So arteries are ca carrying oxygen from your, so if you look at here, here's your lungs, and your lungs are oxygenating the blood, and that goes up to your left atrium, so then the left, if you touch the left side of your heart, that's your left atrium, and then your left atrium, it pumps stuff through your right atrium, through the rest of your body, and then your, uh, your, uh, right atrium, okay, which is on the right side, is receiving the deoxygenated uh, blood, and that then gets sent to the lungs to get oxygenated, and that's your cycle, okay? So these, the arteries are the ones that are carrying the oxygenated blood all through your cap capillaries, right? So the arteries are the large blood vessels that carry oxygenated blood away from your heart, and the veins are the ones that are carrying deoxygenated blood to your heart, and the capillaries stand in between. They're the small vessels that deliver nutrients and oxygen to the tissue, and they're also removing the waste, right? So if you look closer at this, the arteries have these three components, the adventitia, the tunica media, and the tunic uh, intima, okay? And so the tunic intima is the inner layer. The adventitia is the thick outer layer, okay? It's the thing that provides shape. And the, and the tunica uh, media, okay? I'm sorry, the tunica media is a middle layer, and the tunica intima is a is a stuff uh, that's the surface of these vessels. Okay. Hey, John, I'm about to run out of juice. Can you give me the juice? Thanks. Um, and so what you see here is so the arteries and the veins have similar systems here, right? Um, the the thin walls are relatively thick, uh, you know, tunica adventia in the veins here, and you have thick tunica media here. So the difference is in the arteries, you have more thicker tunica media, okay, which is a middle layer, but in the veins, you have thin walls and you have a relatively thick tunica adventia, okay, which is the outer layer, right? So the outer layer is more thicker relative to the arteries. But when you go to the capillaries, the capillaries are really composed of what are called endothelial cells, and that's really just the tunica intima, which is the inner part, okay? Now, when we look at the cardiovascular system, one of the important things we have to learn 
is a role to really understand uh, when you're making decisions on what foods you should eat, what's supported for you. One of the key biomarkers is something called nitric oxide, okay? Nitric oxide, I think about 10 or 15 years ago, there's a big article in Time Magazine saying it's really the molecule of the century because nitric oxide is a thing that supports vasodilation. It was a basis of the discovery of the, of the drug called Viagra, right? But what is nitric oxide? So nitric oxide is a potent vasodilator, okay? It is a key role in maintaining blood pressure. It's anti-arthrogenic against, you know, arthrosclerosis. It's generated uh, by ENOS catalase. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about this, okay? And ENOS catalase, I'm sorry, it's generated by ENOS, which is a enzymes catalysis of L-arginine. So you get nitric oxide when L-arginine is, is catalyzed, uh, and that's when you get nitric oxide. And when you exercise, I want to talk a little bit about when you exercise, what's really amazing is when you exercise, you have blood flow that starts moving through your arteries, through your veins, and through your capillaries. And that blood flow helps to release nitric oxide. So that's why exercise is good. And that's through a process called shear stress. So let's look at that. So what is shear stress? Shear stress is the following. So here's your capillary, let's say. The surface of the capillary is composed of these hexagonal things are called endothelial. So when you exercise, you get blood flow. And so the flow of the blood is not perpendicular, it's shear, right? It's parallel to the endothelial. And so when blood flows like this, it causes a production of nitric oxide. And how does that happen? Endothelial nitric oxide synthase, E-N-O-S, right? So it's a, it's a enzyme that converts L-arginine. So you have to have arginine. So what that means is a diet needs to be composed of some good levels of arginine. So in the presence of arginine, what happens is that, that uh, enzyme converts arginine to NO, to nitric oxide and also L-citrulline. And NO production leads to vasodilation, right? And the maintenance of blood pressure, right? That's what happens. This was the basis of creating Viagra, okay? You vasodilate, you get more blood flow, um, but that's what NO production leads to. So I wanna share with you the work that I did when I was at MIT with Harvard and Brigham's and King's uh, College on NO. So one of our key researchers, Andrew Koo, in our lab had figured out how to send flow, shear flow, and he could measure nitric oxide release. But as Andrew started looking at the endothelial, he found out here's the end. So you're looking at one cell on the surface of the endothelial, and what you notice is that the endothelial has various molecular reactions taking place, but on the surface of the cell is this interesting structure, molecular structure called the glycocalyx. Okay, it looks like a Christmas tree. So when blood flows over it, this Christmas tree structure starts shaking on the outer surface, and on the inner surface, it leads to a whole series of chemical reactions that, so the mechanical chain, mechanical force on the glycocalyx, which is from, let's say you're exercising, you're running, your blood is moving, that leads to the conversion of L-arginine via nitric oxide, you know, by the enzyme, to a nitric oxide by the enzyme ENOS, okay? That's what occurs. Now, if you go read the literature, you'll find all these different, uh, so if you wanted to do this on your own to figure out what's going on, you'll find hundreds of papers talking about how nitric oxide gets released through this process of, uh, 
chemical reactions. And there's many, many, uh, many, many kinds of chemical reactions that are involved in nitric oxide. So if you wanted to get a holistic view, it becomes very complicated. But with Cytosol, what we were able to do was take all what's in the literature, bring them together, and have Cytosol convert those ball and stick diagrams, all that literature into mathematical equations, which were then able to compute how much, so the x-axis is time, the y-axis is the amount of ENOS, which is that enzyme's mRNA concentration that's released. So this is a mathematical prediction. Again, without killing animals, Cytosol was able to predict how much nitric oxides or ENOS that the enzyme is released, right? Or the mRNA for that enzyme, which produces that enzyme. So the issue is people always wondered, well, that's a mathematical prediction, does it match reality? And lo and behold, it does. So this was Andrew Ku's work looking at the actual in vitro, and here we're getting the exact same results. So it shows that Cytosol is able to predict uh, what's going up in the test tube. And same here, we're looking at the protein, and same here. So this is quite extraordinary because what we were able to do was to show that we could model the cardiovascular system uh, for, in terms of nitric oxide release and then match those to the actual wet lab results, okay? So you can save a lot of time and money. And this was published, by the way, in one of the leading journals. I was one of the authors along with a great team of people. So when we look at the effect of beetroot on the cardiovascular system, we know that beetroot from the literature is known to have hypertensive effect, which means lowers hypertension, anti-diabetic, very, very beneficial for diabetics, and also you know, from stopping arterial sclerosis, okay? So how does this work? So now let's, so now that we understand what's in beets, we understand what is a cardiovascular system, how do we put this together to understand what is the value of beetroots to you? So in order to do that, what we've done here is we want to look at the antihypertensive effect. So that means to lower hypertension. So it turns out is remember, you're, when you the beetroots have nitrates in them, that's one of the important um, active ingredients. So when you eat beetroots, your mouth bacteria, again, this is why the mouth microbiome is so important. We've talked about this. So if, if you have proper mouth health, right? Take care of your teeth and you have the oral bacteria in your mouth interact with the nitrate and it's converted to nitrite. When this nitrite um, decomposes to nitric oxide right here, okay? What happens is this nitric oxide enzyme uh, activates enzyme-soluble guanylyl cyclase, SGC. So you eat beets, you chew on them, right? Um, and then you get nitrites, you get nitric oxide. This is why a lot of people drink lots of these juices, you know? And I'm a big proponent, if you're going to drink these concentrated vegetable juices, etc., my view is you should let them at least be in your mouth for a little bit so your oral uh, bacteria and your mouth enzymes can react with it because it's part of the digestive process. So here you see that the nitric oxide gets created, which then gets um, activates uh, this uh, enzyme called SGC, soluble guanylyl cyclase, SGC. And then SGC is able to convert GTP to CGMP. So what is CGMP? This is a very important, um, a very important chemical in, in, in um, smooth muscle cells, right? And it's important to leading to the relaxation of the blood vessels 
in those smooth muscle cells. So CGMP um, relaxes those. So that's called vasorelaxation, which promotes antihypertension effect in the blood vessels. So blood is able to go in. Okay. So there you go. So that's again from beets. We're looking at one of those chemicals called the nitrates. When you digest them in, with your oral bacteria uh, in your mouth, you get this effect of producing a very powerful set of reactions, which pr promote an antihypertensive effect. So that's one of the chemical um, um, processes there. Anti-diabetic effect, okay? Remember I talked about, well, in MV25, some of you joining new, I talked about the product that we created from Cytosol. It has, one of the ingredients is apigenin, the other is hesperidin, but we figured out the right combinations have the most powerful effect, in this case for of pain and discomfort. But here, apigenin, apigenin from beetroot, and the betalain, also from beetroot, these are two very important active ingredients. Look what they do to have anti-diabetic effect. First of all, endothelial dysfunction, which is the cells in your, you know, in the vessels in the heart, is caused by oxidative stress. So if you, if your heart is not functioning right, or you have, um, and this leads to diabetes, when you have endothelial dysfunction, you have um, basically the uh, the oxidative stress caused by superoxide and hydrogen peroxide. These are two very powerful oxidative chemicals, right? You don't really want these in your body, a lot of it, okay? Superoxide and hydrogen peroxide. They lead to endothelial dysfunction, okay? Right here. Now, what happens is that betalane from beetroot and apigenin through a series of reactions, um, they upregulate this chemical called NRF2. So NRF2, there's a lot of research being understood about NRF2 and its valuable, valuable effects for your body. So what does NRF2 do, okay? So NRF2, as you can see here, leads to the formation, okay? Uh, and it promotes the antioxidized enzymes, superoxide, dismutase, and catalase. These are two very powerful um, uh, enzymes which break down, okay? Which stop, I'm sorry, stop superoxide and hydrogen peroxide. So again, these two chemicals are oxidative chemicals. Are the, so oxidation is like rusting, okay? Leave your bike out outside and it starts rusting. So if you wanna think about these two chemicals, um, as, as we're talking about here, uh, superoxide and hydrogen peroxide, they're like the things that cause your, quote unquote, your endothelial dysfunction or rusting, but superoxide dismutase, SOD, as well as catalase, stop that, stop that oxidative effect. So these are two very powerful antioxidant, antioxidant, uh, antioxidant enzymes. The other thing is betalane itself also eats up a lot of superoxides. It also comes here and from here. So this basically neutralizes oxidative stress, which stops endothelial dysfunction, ensuring that it has an anti-diabetic effect. Next thing is um, you can also see the anti-diabetic effect comes from the carotenoids, the, the, the rich um, uh, thing, things in beets that give it all their color, the carotenoids and the betalane. What do they do, okay? They have an effect on, uh, you know, lowering uh, cholesterol, okay? The bad cholesterol, LDL. So that's low density lipoprotein that's known as a bad cholesterol. And this gets oxidized to become OXLDL, 
right here. So LDL becomes OXLDL, and that is what causes plaque formation leading to arterial sclerosis. I'm sorry, this slide, let me just go back to this. I just want to edit this slide. This is anti-arterial sclerosis, sorry. Arterial sclerosis. Okay, sorry about that. Let me go back to this. I wanted to just fix that slide for everyone. There was an error I made in that slide. Let's go back to this, sorry about that. So there we go, okay? So uh, anti-arterial arterial sclerosis. Okay, I have an extra E in here, it's okay. But so when you get arterial sclerosis, LDL, which is a quote unquote bad cholesterol is going to OXLDL forming plaque. Well, guess what happens? Superoxide, okay, leads, supports this. So superoxide uh, is the thing that enables the LDL to go, to go to the OXLDL. So when you have endothelial dysfunction, this happens. And guess what happens? Betalain and carotenoids block this reaction, okay? So what we're talking about is LDL goes to OXLDL, which leads to plaque formation, and the beetroot stops that formation, okay? So that's the advantage right there, okay? It stops that formation. So in closing, you can see the powerful effects of these products. What I also want to do is if you take a systems approach, uh, Dennis Shield, good point. Dennis also says you want your body to be alkaline. That's right. Alkalinity also have its very powerful effects. Matt Blackman says that englutathione peroxidase is another power NRF2 enzymes. Thank you, um, uh, Matt, for sharing that. Okay. Um, and Susie says that juice, organic beets, roots and all makes a great smoothie with fresh organic ma mangoes. That sounds good. Um, so going back to our slides here, the other way that I want to teach you to look at beets is from a systems approach, okay? And in this systems approach, um, there's a, as you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play for you the, and I'm, I'm going to come back to your body, your system. I'm just going to take a quick break here because I want you guys to understand that we want to take a systems approach. And the research that I did for my Fulbright work where I integrated Eastern um, medicine found the linkage between Eastern medicine and Western engineering systems theory led to a tool called your body or system. But the foundations of that science, system science, is what I teach every Mondays. And I want all of you to become truth, freedom, and health warriors. So I'm going to take a quick break and share that with all of you. So it's right here. So let me uh, stop the screen here. Let me share with you this video file, which will give you a little bit of understanding of what that movement's about. So here we go. I'll come back shortly. Hey, John. Oh, that's already pointing here, right? So everyone will see that. So to everyone listening, this is a movement. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equal 
equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others, growth, and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archived lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is The Science of Everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. Powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes, and text allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. Right, so that should give you an understanding. So if you want to uh, uh, know more and become a Truth, Freedom, and Health warrior, go to truthfreedomhealth.com. 
But one of the analysis that I wanted to show you here using the systems approach, you can also now get a deep understanding of how to look at beats from a systems approach. If you go to your body, your system, you'll understand that there's a capability that's been created so you can actually understand another way to look at your bodies as a system. Your body has the forces of transport, forces of conversion and storage. Again, um, I don't have time today to go through all the details, but everything in the universe, including your body, runs on these three forces. So you can understand how those forces are present in your body when you, when you use the tool, your body, your system, and then how your body's off course, which is a black dot here, right? The red dot is where your target is. Everyone is a unique system. And then the issue is health is allowing your body to function in this model in its homeostasis from a system standpoint. So if you can bring the black dot to the red dot, and that's what foods and different things can perturb you or activities and bring you back. So those of you who do not want to become a warrior, but you want to just become a supporter, go get the product. Um, you have access to it and the book. And, and it's a very, very small contribution that gives you access to that. So when we look at beats, beats, so if your body is here, look what beats do. Beats actually stabilize move transport, right? Some things can make increase, like coffee increases the aspect of transport or certain foods may aggravate conversion, which is your digestive process, but beets stabilize both of these, but they actually increase kapha storage, which means they support, you know, bones and tissue, right? Uh, uh, which are important for your building blocks for, for, for you. So beets have a very powerful effect on building your structural components. So, so a bunch of you have been asking, how much do you take? Okay. Well, if you want to look at the components, if you look at the betanin from beetroot extracts for coronary disease, according to research done recently in 2020 by Tural, about 100 milligrams per kilogram extract per day. There, there are supplements you can get, betanin supplement for glucose control. Again, what I'm giving you here is so you have beets and then you have the active ingredient, which you can actually get as a supplement. <coughs> Excuse me. So beta and supplement for glucose control, Han et al. in 2015 said you need about 100 milligrams per kilogram of extract per day. For hypertension, beetroot juice, a number of you have been uh, chatting, you're saying you take beetroot juice. So it's very, very valuable for hypertension, 250 milliliters per day. So that's a quarter of a liter, okay? Quarter of a liter. That just came out recently, 2019. So in summary, beetroots have several benefits for cardiovascular health, right? One is a nitrate from the beetroot releases vasodilator nitric oxide, which lowers hypertension. And we talked about that. The beetroot also provides upregulation of antioxidant enzymes that mitigate diabetes via downregulation of endothelial dysfunction caused by oxidative stress. So basically, in layman's terms, there are chemicals in your body hydrogen peroxide, uh, SO, you know, uh, superoxide, which are highly, highly, quote unquote, rusting oxidative chemicals. And what beetroots do is they actually um, turn on antioxidants, which, which inhibit that. And then the other thing is when it comes to arterial sclerosis, which is plaque hardening of the arteries, beetroot compounds prevent that by down-regulating oxidative stress, and that, that, which is the thing that's involved in causing plaque formation and hardening of the arteries. So when you really think about beets, 
what we've just done here is we've we've looked at beetroot and cardiovascular health from a systems approach. So I want to encourage all of you to go back and look at the video as many times as you want. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be doing a video on spinach and cardiovascular health, but that's our cardiovascular series. But the thing to really understand is that you, you're looking at systems. Food is a system, your body is a system. And when we take a systems approach, as we say, goes beyond left or right, okay? That's why when we start looking at problems in the world, we wanna take, we we take a systems approach. The same approach we're taking to understand the inter interactions and connections of things, to understand how beats may or may not affect your cardiovascular system, that's the same thing we can look at. Hey, will this policy deliver us more truth, freedom, and health? And what will this do to affect election integrity? What will this do to affect censorship or freedom? It's a systems approach. And without that systems approach, it's very, very easy to get drawn to the left or the right. So I hope this was valuable. Let me see if there's any other questions. Um, thank you for all your positive comments. Um, but please uh, you know, study this video. There's a lot of content here. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, this evening, I'm gonna be doing a whole a lesson with uh, one of my colleagues on your body, your system. But one of the very powerful ways you can support our research and support more importantly yourself um, is go become a truth, freedom and health warrior scholar. It's a pretty nominal contribution compared to the value that you get, but you also support us to be able to do all this research to support your learning and growth. Thank you everyone. Have a good evening. Be well, happy Friday. Thanks, John.